When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, fellas? Welcome back to Commas Over Cold Brew with me, your host, Emma Abrahamson. Today, we are talking to Cole Hawker. He is a sophomore at the University of Oregon, Go Ducks. And you may know him as one of the college runners who just ran a 350 mile this past weekend. So... (laughs) I'm super excited about this episode. We talk about what running a 350 mile is like, what does high school training look like leading up to Foot Locker where he won in 2018 and then got second at NXN as well, how the transition into college running has been and what's been different for him, the Centro beef as a lot of people asked for and his thoughts on it. So stay tuned for today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit company. They make eating well, easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. So whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, or just looking to eat healthier, there's a range of recipes to suit any diet or preference. And let me tell you guys, the recipes are so good. Ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped, so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. Green Chef literally levels up my dinner game every time I get a box. The meals are so flavorful, which is the biggest difference from, like, if I cooked myself. Like, I just make very basic, boring meals. But every time my Green Chef box comes, I get so excited because I just know the meal is going to be so flavorful. They make it so easy, too, because since everything comes, like, pre-measured and mostly prepped, The meals only take about 30 minutes to make, which is awesome for someone like me who, I mean, I love cooking, but I don't want to spend all night in the kitchen. So having a meal made in 30 minutes that tastes as good as Green Chef's does is unreal. So Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh and with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. So I like to switch between the brands depending on how my taste buds change. If you guys want to check out Green Chef, go to greenchef.com slash 90coldbrew and use code 90coldbrew to get $90 off, including free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash 90coldbrew and use code 90coldbrew to get $90 off, including free shipping. Now let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on right after your super fast race. So 
Thank you so much for coming on. Um, to get started, do you want to just give a little bit of a rundown of who you are and what you're about? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. And uh, yeah, so I'm Cole Hawker. I'm uh, from Indianapolis, Indiana. And yeah, sophomore Oregon now. And yeah, that's pretty much the basic. <laughs> that's, that sums it up. Um, so to prep or just to start off the podcast, you just ran a 350 mile. How does that feel? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if it's still like sunk in really yet. Um, yeah, it feels <laughs> really cool to have that time, but I don't know. There's still things I want to do, obviously. Yeah. I'm so curious. Like, did you go into that race knowing you were going to run that fast? Uh, no, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Like I was thinking like realistically, like 353 would be like the best scenario. I was like, that'd be a huge jump in like PR. And that's if everything like goes perfect. If I just like hang on, cause I knew obviously Charlie and Cooper were going to like send it. So I was like, I was really going into like hang on and get a huge PR and then yeah just yeah it was a huge PR but yeah, I was yeah like, wait what was this what was your time before that 358 oh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when did you know that you were running that fast and you're like okay I can hang on this yeah at like 800 it was like 156 which is like way faster obviously than I've gone in a mile before through 800 and I was like like 800 like I don't know the thoughts that get through my head I'm like okay you can still like blow up with 800 to go yeah <laughs> so, yeah you can't really tell what the race is going to be like at that point exactly yet. yeah and I was like okay just keep going and then 1200 um I don't remember exact I mean I obviously have a 1200 split I forget exactly what it was but I remember looking at it and I'm always like okay 60 seconds I just like quickly add 60 seconds to that and I'm like okay if I just run a 60 this is going to be a huge PR yeah and then, yeah we ran way faster than 60 so yeah it was that's that 1200 I was like okay like adrenaline started going and yeah it was awesome how stoked was like your coach on the sideline I feel like Ben just had to be going off the rails at that point <laughs> yeah it, yeah he was going pretty crazy for like Ben Thomas I guess he's not like super <laughs> I don't know, he's pretty like cool and like calm yeah most and then yeah when you get him to like yell you know you're doing something right so yeah, he was like, like screaming, like, are you kidding me? And like, yeah, we were just like, that's sick to see from him. Like, yeah, emotion. <laughs> yeah that means a lot. Like, yeah, yeah. showing emotion, that means yeah, a exactly. lot. So how did you do it? I mean, how, how do you run that fast? I like genuinely don't understand how someone in college, and you're only a sophomore too, like how you can run 350. I don't. Yeah, it's like, like I said, I was not expect like, I wasn't going into that going to run 350 and there's like I've seen like some like articles like Oregon men went in to like get Olympic or like the trial standard and like that wasn't mentioned that wasn't a goal really yeah um that just like happened to work out but so we weren't going into it with like like we weren't training for this race I guess is what I'm saying so like we've just been staying consistent with our training and I don't know, maybe like the track work we were doing in the fall because like helps because we usually don't do that. Obviously we just have a cross season, but this year we were doing a lot of track work. And so we think that probably helps just like yeah. be in the track 
sound like this early in the season. Yeah. So why did you choose to do track? I don't really know how the rules are working nowadays, but why did you choose to do indoor rather than cross country? Or are you doing both? I don't know yeah. how it's working. Yeah, we were like considering like uh, about a month ago, like doing both. And Ben just wanted to probably like focus on one. Like we're going to put like, yeah, we're just going to focus on one. And so then we had to decide and we had some, like injuries on the team like Carter was has just come off injury and he was on our seven last year obviously for cross and then same with Jack Erian who's coming off injury so we weren't sure if we were going to be as strong in cross as we could have been and then also like we have sprinters and jumpers and like multi-athletes that are also nationally ranked in indoor tracks we're like that just make the most sense. Honestly, it's our best shot at a national title. Yeah. Oh, I, I completely forgot about that side, how you have like the entire indoor team that also is counting on people to score points. And obviously now they're really counting on you guys to score points <laughs> yeah. at NCAA. So I guess that that does make sense. That kind of sucks though, that you can't do cross country. Do you like cross country? Yeah, I do like cross country, but I was like thinking about it. I was like, do I really want to be in like Oklahoma in March? <laughs> That doesn't sound very fun. Yeah, right with now. like no fans or anything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's your next race? Um, so right now it's just nationals. There was like talk to like try to get into a race between now and then. It's like three or four weeks, I think. Um, yeah, I think it's March eleventh that weekend. So it's a ways out without racing. So we were gonna like try to get into a race at Washington, I heard, but they're like being really strict with like people from out of state racing there. So I don't think we have another race on the schedule until nationals right now. That is such a weird year. Have you, yeah. is this, was that your first race of indoors or did you race before then? Uh, we did the, we went to Arkansas two weeks before that where we did the oh. DMR. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So oh my yeah, gosh. I just, <laughs> and then when does outdoor track just like start as normal? I think so. Yeah. This is just turning into like a podcast where I'm figuring out the timeline now from you. Um, yeah. Well, that'll be interesting. I'm excited. I'm sure you guys are going to tear it up. Wait, where is um, NCAA? Um, I Arkansas? Oh, indoor. Yeah, yeah. it is Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, yeah. I mean, that bodes well for you. Yeah. It's going to, I know it's going to be three back-to-back races at Arkansas, which like, track is fast I guess we have yeah honestly you can't be mad at it after last weekend yeah. so what's the goal there are you gonna try to beat Cooper this time you were so close yeah I mean I'm always trying to beat Cooper yeah yeah it's it's fun I don't know we haven't really talked about like event specifics but so that'll be interesting what is it like your main event like what are you a miler I mean now I feel like you have to consider yourself one but do you like it the best yeah, I've always liked the mile the best. And like, that's what I wanted to do when I got here. And then I was like on the team with like two, three fifty-five milers, James, who's like, he was like 354 miler pretty much last year with his conversion. And I was like, okay, that's going to be kind of hard to be a miler. Yeah. Right here. yeah. You're not so, going to find your spot on the DMR if you're in that crew. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I always liked the mile the best. And then I raced my first 5k in December, which I actually liked more than I thought. And then the 3k I've also been doing more recently. And I like that too. So I don't know. 
we'll, well just you, see. I feel like I, you have a lot of time to figure it out. You know, I yeah. remember you you killed that five k that you got, that you ran too. You almost won. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was rooting for you. Don't worry. Yeah, um, okay, well, let's take it way back. I want to get to know like your start in the sport. So, like, what what caused you to start running? Um, I feel like it's the same as like a lot of people, just like my friends were doing it. Um, my dad ran just in high school. Um, and I'll sit himself, like he wasn't like super good. I don't, yeah. Like he didn't really, he obviously wasn't like going to college to run. Um, but he was like, yeah, sure. Like go run. Like <laughs> I was doing like basketball and soccer at that time too. So I'm just like, okay, I'll try this out. Cause my friends are doing it. And yeah, you know, one thing led to another, <laughs> and then here I am. So when you started, yeah. were you good? Um, I mean, at the beginning, my best friend was like better than me, which I hated. So then, like, I kept doing it, and then by the time I got to middle school, well, also, in like some of my first races, my brother started like the same, like around the same time as me. Uh oh. I was I was beating him. And so I knew I was better than him and he's three years older than me. So he was like, I don't know. He was like, running's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really like it. Um, but yeah, I knew I was at least like better than my brother. So then like, yeah, by the time I got to middle school, I started running like pretty fast times for a middle schooler. Like what? Like throw out yeah, some time. Sort of, uh, so seventh grade, I broke five I think I ran like 458 and then my eighth grade year I got in like this super fast race of like all the best middle schoolers in Indiana it was like a big deal and I ran 436 and I was like yeah that was insane oh my gosh I thought 458 was good like if you're breaking five and you're a middle school boy like that's really good but okay so yeah you were good when you were younger um that is extremely impressive wow so when you went into high school with an insanely fast PR, what was your high school training like then? Yeah, my high school training was really low mileage, um, which I liked just because, I don't know, like long mileage hurts yeah. <laughs> at the end of the week. Um, yeah, my coach really believed in like super short reps. I would do like a bunch of like 200 like workouts. Like I would do like, 24 200s would be like a workout <laughs> which yeah seems like bizarre looking at other training and it kind of was like I think I was at like 35 miles a week most of the time in high school which like I'll tell people that they'll be like no way like how like no one runs 35 miles a week but yeah it was pretty different so that definitely took some adjusting when I got here but yeah, Ben was like amazing at easing me in. And I think with other freshmen too, he's really good at that. Like he doesn't just throw you to the wolves immediately. Just lets you sort of figure out what you can do. And then you build off that. Yeah, well, that is really good. That's all you can ask for from a college program, especially if you're coming from running 36 miles a week as a high school boy. So wait, wait, were you running 35 miles when you like won footlocker and stuff? Yeah, pretty much like 35 (laughs) to 40. (laughs) what and you were doing like the 200 workouts yeah yeah that was like a pretty extreme like example like I would still do like 800 reps and stuff like that but yeah I was all really speed oriented 
Wow. That is very interesting. I mean, I guess it just shows like you can be successful off various training plans. I know. I want to like tell like these like high schoolers that think they have to do like 80 mile weeks that like you can get fast doing other stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause like, then you go to college and what are you going to do a hundred mile weeks? Like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's just crazy because like social media has definitely changed that because like people, I mean, back in my age, like I was in high school from 20, 2010 to 2014 and, and like social media was so like not what it is today. Like no one really knew what like the professional runners were doing in, in regards to training. So I feel like it just has really changed. Now high schoolers are doing like insane workouts. So yeah, it'll be, but it'll be interesting to see how everyone fares in college. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. After they're doing like (laughs) professional training in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Just very different. But I mean, Hey, it just shows like, it's good to ease into it. You know, you got to build on something when you get to school. What was your favorite part of high school running? Um, I always like, I don't know, like a high school team is slightly different than a college team, I guess. Cause like more people are there just to like do something. I don't know. I mean, well also very different than Oregon too. Yeah. I I guess that that's what I was going to say. Like a lot of people here, like the next step is professional. Yeah. And obviously that's a lot different than in high school. Like, yeah. Like people are just like chilling on the team and it's just like fun. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's like hanging out with their team in high school. Yeah. So like what, yeah. What, I guess, what is the biggest difference for you from high school to college now? Mm, obviously the mileage thing was a big difference, but then like, um, like outside of running sort of like it was a big adjustment. Like, I think I did well, but I mean, clearly you've done, you've done great. Even like, I mean, your (laughs) freshman year was really impressive too. So a lot of people have rough freshman years, but it seems like you definitely held your own. So. Yeah. But just like doing, it's going to sound stupid, but like doing my own laundry, like every week. Yeah. I'm, like, well, that's a, that's a huge that. part of freshman year is like adjusting to just living life by yourself. You know, it's like cooking for yourself. I don't know if you have like a dining hall plan, but for me, it was like cooking for myself, like getting myself to school, you know, I don't know. It's just a lot of things yeah. that you don't really factor into the equation that like adds little stressors into your life. Yeah, I was I had, like, had to learn how to cook like actual dinners. Like I thought I had like a pretty good idea, but then I was like, I'm making the same thing every night. James was roasting me every day. He's like, you eat the same thing every day. <laughs> so yeah, I had to switch that up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it seems everything seems to be working so far. So what are you studying? That's a good question. <laughs> um, I'm supposed to, I don't know, be declaring here soon. Uh, like yeah spring sophomore year but as of now it's business I've taken some business classes nice Um, it's a good move that's what I did so yeah exactly that's what I've been told that's kind of why I did it um yeah I'm not a huge fan of like the math classes I suck at math so like yeah uh, that scared me a little bit but there's like not that there's not too many math classes the further you get into it it's just like some accounting here and there some econ maybe yeah, I was like, yeah, suffering in like the first math class I had to take though. So that had me a little bit rattled. What, so like now, the calculus ones or whatever? 
I don't even think it was calculus. <laughs> yeah, Math was, like 199 or whatever that class is. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the entry level. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, well, you'll get there, but business is a good way to go. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I might have to look at my options. Yeah. I should probably do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, have it's coming in hot. So, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't, I don't know exactly. Yeah. Well, you'll figure it out. That's what college is for. Just figuring out what you want to do with your life, but you've got time. So don't worry. Um, so you went into college. Did you feel like pressure to perform? Because I mean, you were a footlocker champ, second at NXN, if I'm correct. Did you feel like you had stressors on you? Um, definitely to an extent. It was less about like trying to get like the approval of like coaches, I guess, as much as like I wanted to pretty much show the other guys on the team like why I was recruited like I wasn't just some like dude I don't know like yeah I just really wanted to prove myself to the team yeah yeah that was yeah I guess that was like the biggest stressor but I think I I think it like fueled me well yeah yeah did you feel outside pressure from like fans or anything or was it just kind of internal yeah not really fans and stuff I don't know. Yeah, pretty much all like internal. <laughs> yeah. What about okay, what about now that you run 350? Do you feel pressure? Yeah, that's something I've been thinking about now. It's sort of like on the come down from my that race. Um yeah, I mean, now going into every mile race, me and Cooper will have that <laughs> like time. These two Oregon guys ran 315. <laughs> Exactly. And it's like, I don't know. I doubt I'm going to run 350 for every mile the rest of my life. So like, yeah, it's going to be, that's going to be interesting to like navigate, navigate. Yeah. And like that race did kind of change what kind of runner I see myself as, as well as other people's perceptions of me, obviously like in the sport. So like, yeah, I'm sort of just like interested to see how it goes. Yeah. I'm not really I try not to get too caught up in that obviously like yeah you, you shouldn't but yeah it's definitely I've been thinking about it so can you elaborate on what you just said like it kind of changed the runner that you saw yourself as like what 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 is the new Cole like <laughs> yeah so like every time I come off like a PR um I think this goes for everyone they're like especially if you're really proud of it um you'll be at practice and like, you'll be thinking like, I don't know, like in practice, I'm like, after that 5k, I hadn't run one yet. And I was like, I'm a 13, 32, 5k runner now. Like I sort of like, I don't know, that sort of motivates me. And I just like see myself differently. Um, especially from like, I'll be like training with Cooper and I'm like, I'm a 358 miler. He's 355 miler. Like, I don't know. He might like pull away in this rep but like now I can see myself and I think it helps me if anything I'm like I can clearly hang with the best in the nation so I shouldn't drop in this workout yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah does like it give you yeah you have no more excuses um for any yeah. of your workouts now now you have to hang on to Cooper so yeah. <laughs> and it definitely I mean it clearly took you from a great college runner to like world class now so that just has to give you so much confidence though going into the next couple of races just being like 
I'm a world-class athlete. Yeah. <laughs> and I just know everyone on that, on the starting line of NCAAs is literally going to be fearing for their life. If you and Cooper end up running the mile, like that's going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. I started thinking about, um, yeah. And it's not just like, obviously Cooper's now NCAA's best, uh, miler indoor, um, that's what, like, as far as numbers go. So like outside of him though, it gives me that confidence that like any college race, I, sh- I should be in the front. I should hang with these guys. Yeah. Yeah. So does it kind of hurt you to like not have the Oregon school record with the 350 mile <laughs> <A little laughs> or, bit. Co- or the collegiate record with the 350 mile? Like that is crazy. Yeah. I'd be lying if I said it, it wasn't a little annoying, but I mean, you can't like not be happy with an eight second PR yeah. and being number two all time. So like, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> or even Charlie running a 353. Right. Like, that's ridiculous. But, yeah. And it just, I mean, you and um, Cooper running 350 was obviously amazing, but so was Charlie's, but it just yeah. kind of sucks that they're all happening at the same rate. I know. Yeah. So everything, but I mean, he had a killer 800 the next day. And so did you, so. Exactly, yeah. Charlie's definitely on another level, an 800. Yeah. yeah. Wait, okay, so you also raced the 800 the next day. How did you, like, calm down after that mile? Because there's no way I would have been able to sleep at night and been like, all right, time to <laughs> lace them up again, you know? Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't sleep a ton that night. Um, yeah, I don't know, partially, obviously, I was super excited and, like, I don't know, just in, like, a hotel bed. I never sleep that great, but then I was, like, those are sometimes the best races because you're just like, I've already had the best race like I could have. And so now I can just go out here and like send an 800 with like no fear. Like if I suck at this, then they'll just be like, oh, he was tired from the night before. So yeah. I just went to that. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like not worried. Yeah. And that was, was that an 800 PR as well? Yeah. That was the first time I ran the 800 since senior year of high school. So okay. yeah, it was like a two second PR about. Oh, that's a great weekend. Yeah, it was. yeah, I was happy with the 800 too. Yeah. Um. So, why did you end up choosing Oregon, and like, what other schools were you looking at? Yeah. So, I visited. I only visited three officially. Um, Oregon, obviously, and then NAU and um, Indiana. And Indiana was sort of just the school I'd go to if I stayed in state. And then NAU, for like obvious reasons, um, they're good at running. <laughs> yeah, really? I didn't know. And hey, with the long hair too, I feel like you'd fit in there too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it was sort of like I would just go to NAU to run. And I felt like going to Oregon was more of like just like the college experience that I wanted with like a football team and like a lot of students and just like stuff going on all the time. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much what it came down to. And then obviously I visited here and then like I got my offer and all that and I was super happy with it all. I like the team. And so then I had like two official visits lined up after it and I was like, okay, I'm like, I don't need to go to yeah. this. I'm going to Oregon. Yeah. yeah, that's really exciting. I mean, that's that's like the best sort of recruiting process you could ask for if everything kind of lines up. Yeah, is there anything exactly. that, is there anything that surprised you when you got to Oregon that you like didn't expect? Mm. 
Not really. I can't. I don't know. It, Other it than COVID happening me. and <laughs> and everything getting canceled. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I guess <laughs> that was a shocker. But um, yeah, I said like earlier, like how high school teams are kind of different, but also it kind of surprised me how similar every cross country team is, whether it's in college or high school or where you are in the country. Like, I'm like, this is pretty much this, like the same. It's like the same kind of people on every cross country team somehow. Yeah, exactly. Even at like, even at the best of the best, like everyone is still the same little cross country runners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So how has like the COVID year been for you? Like you got hit with the news and then what was the mindset after that? Um, we're all, I think everyone was like, like, what do we do now? Yeah. Outdoor got canceled. And then you have all summer. So you're like, okay, I have like however many months now, or I'm not going to be racing. Like, what am I supposed to do? And I went home pretty soon, like, um, after outdoors got canceled. So I was like training with myself, by myself for <laughs> like, <laughs> for like the whole summer and then plus like from whenever it started like the end of March I think yeah I don't know like I was home that whole time which was really weird and I was getting super bored of it but yeah at the beginning I was like I pretty much had like no motivation we had like a little tempo that day we figured out I was like I'm not motivated to do this at all like what am I training for and so yeah. that that was hard but and then Coach Thomas did good at like having us do time trials, which I like because I was like, okay, now it gives me a, a reason to get motivated for this time trial, um, even if it was by myself. So that helps. And then, yeah. And then I went to Boulder, I guess, for a couple of weeks in the summer and got to train with the team, some of them, some of the guys. And that also helped with training, but I was definitely ready to get back. I was getting really sick of running by myself. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, running by yourself is never fun, especially when you are anticipating like racing, like you wanted to be racing and at school, you know, living up the experience. But it seems like the entire Oregon team handled it fairly well. Yeah. How yeah. is um, running in like, I mean, you guys have been doing time trials at Hayward Field. How is that then? I'm so jealous. You have no idea. Whenever I see any of those picks, I'm like, I'm so <laughs> envious of this generation of Oregon runners. It looks so nice. Yeah, I'm sure. Have you been to it? I was only, I was inside of it when it was like under construction. So I haven't seen it brand new. Okay. Yeah. It's like, obviously it, it's amazing to run in, but just like we did those time trials in there and they turned on the lights and it was dark and it was so sick. Like, I don't know. You felt like it was like the best like experience you can get with no fans I think yeah so, yeah it made those time trials more fun than just like a standard <laughs> time trial yeah yeah on like South Eugene or something <laughs> exactly yeah we were running on South for like I was running it like my whole freshman year but they were doing it even before then so everyone yeah. was ready to get away from there yeah I felt so bad for like when Hayward was under construction I like the amount of times I worked at I only worked out at South Eugene a couple times when I was at Oregon and all of my workouts, they were bad. Like, yeah. I just have, like, trauma from South Eugene. So I could not imagine having to work out there every Friday or whatever. I hate it. I hate that track. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I think everyone does. Like, when the pros come into town, they're like, oh, yeah, I just did, like, a little workout in South Eugene. I was like, oh, how was that? <laughs> yeah. 
everyone seems to be fine with it, but the true people know. They know. Exactly. South is not it. When you're in Hayward, do they like blast music while you're doing workouts? Yeah, sometimes they play music. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you don't like we would keep it so quiet in Hayward because we didn't want to disturb anyone on campus. But I feel like now they just can blast it one because <laughs> it's like covered ish and yeah. the no one's even in class. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so not every practice for some reason. I don't know. I like when they're playing music, but yeah, it's it's awesome. Well, I'm jealous. Just know that um, every time you post a picture or anyone posts a picture, <laughs> I'm like, oh, just sitting from my room, I'm like, man, I feel like that just has to be amazing. And especially when like you get to race there with fans, it's going to be yeah, popping. I know. That's going to be insane. Yeah. If it ever happens, that is. <laughs> okay. Well, it will happen sometime. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a matter of when. Yeah. Um, so what, I mean, what are your goals now? Um, to win <laughs> any race I'm entered okay. in. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's like, actually a good goal to have. I haven't thought of that one ever. So <laughs> creative, clever. We love it. <laughs> yeah. Like times are fun and all that. Obviously like breaking records, like the DMR, the mile back-to-back weekends, like super fun, but like to get your name in the history books, I guess, like more so it's like, you gotta win some NCAA, NCAA titles. Um, yeah, just, yeah. I like winning races and having Cooper on your team and Charlie and Reed and all those guys, it, that doesn't come easy. So yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to win some races coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, as you get into like the professional circuit and everything, everything's, I mean, times are good, but everything comes down to like placing. So exactly. Yeah. All like the best elite runners run to win. They don't run for time. So that's a good mindset to have just as a sophomore in college. So you're learning early, but <laughs> you're already world-class. So I don't know why I'm talking to you. Like I have more <laughs> experience in this field. Um, well, I'm, I'm sure everyone's excited to watch the rest of this year. Hopefully everything goes as planned. Um, but so the last part of this episode, I asked some for some listener questions on Instagram and we got quite a variety of questions for you. So we're just going to go through them um, and you can just answer them how you like. So Cooper asked, what's your favorite pop smoke song? Um, That's a good question. Uh, I would go with the classic Dior always gets me hyped up, but got it on me. It's gotta be my favorite. Okay. I don't even know who Pop Smoke is. I don't, I'm not familiar. You're missing out. After this, you got to go listen. (laughs) All right. I'm going to go bump that. Yeah. Um, so this was the most commonly asked question. I will say probably in light of recent events on your latest Instagram post. Um, what are your thoughts on the beef with Centrowitz that happened in the comment section of your Instagram post? Yeah. So I think the whole thing got blown. We had a proportion. No thanks to Let's Run and Ben Crawford YouTube stands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, if you read the thing, I don't have any beef with Centro. Um, yeah, I don't <laughs> well, know. Well, that's why it's just ironic that it happened in your in your Instagram photo. <laughs> I know, that's what everyone was saying. They're like, why is this so funny? This is happening on your post. It has like, I think like 270 comments now. <laughs> like, what is going on? Um, yeah, but Cole didn't ask for this. Well, maybe you kind of asked for it by almost beating him in that 5k. 
<laughs> maybe I don't know yeah yeah that's pretty much it yeah I don't think there's anything that serious there there's no like super bad blood you don't think <laughs> no no super bad blood yeah someone like asked about you guys getting in a ring or something I don't know <laughs> I hope not I don't know Sancho's pretty lean <laughs> <laughs> um someone also asked who would win in like an all-out mile you or Centro. I don't know. No comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that was a good summary of, that was kind of what I expected, honestly, out of that question. Um, do you have to shave your head to run sub 350? That actually might be, that might be the answer. Um, do you think? Maybe. That could be coming up soon. Depends how bad I want to run fast. So, yeah. You know, that's that the key. The hair is holding you back. The hair was like, between you and that collegiate record, do you think? Could have been. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it would have helped you if it like, I don't know, crossed the line. Yeah. Yeah. Cooper didn't have the, the weight of it on his head. So That's... he had that advantage. That is true. That is true. <laughs> um, someone asked why the long hair? Um, I wish I had a good answer to that. I don't, well, yeah, I don't really know. It started from getting bad haircuts <laughs> in like middle school and I was like I hate this and then in high school I started growing it and now it's just like what I look like <laughs> I <laughs> now it's just you <laughs> yeah yeah there is no reason it's not like you're cutting it into a mullet yeah or exactly. anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> would you ever cut it into a mullet I, I, yeah I think I would if I'm cutting it soon yeah I think I'll hit the mullet for like a few weeks or so okay I mean Still that is quite the vibe yeah, I know. There's a trend of mullets that goes around quite often. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, on the same topic, do you have a hair care routine? I mean, yeah, you got to when it's like this. Um, All right, take us through it. It's nothing crazy. Classic shampoo conditioner. What uh, kind? Um, uh, I always forget what it's called. I should know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... It's I like think Pantene it's one of, or something. Oh, yeah, that is it. Actually. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, Pantene. Um, I just do that, um, obviously, in the shower, and then I'll let it dry a little bit while I'm combing it out uh, with this big, like, comb I have that's, like, for long hair. Um, yeah, and then I put some, like, detangler stuff in my hands and rub it through my hair, and then I'm set for the day. Nice. Yeah. Well, there you have it. If you want hair like Cole. <laughs> there you go um I think I missed something from Ben's YouTube videos I honestly I'm not the best at watching YouTube I will say so I haven't seen a lot of your guys' videos um which is really bad but is there something about an ab routine in there because there was a lot of people I just was assuming that this had to come from Ben's videos because everyone was like are you gonna reveal your ab routine yeah that's a uh, yeah I got a, I get a few comments about that on all my posts and some dms but I don't really have a plan to reveal it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I will say this. There's been talks between me and Ben Crawford about maybe putting it in his magazine, but I don't know. That's just rumors. So Okay. Well that I mean, with how many times the question was asked, I feel like that's a hot topic. So people are gonna need to get on that. What was like you just said that you had good abs or something? Or like what no, that's the thing. I, I, I don't even have, I don't have like good abs, but I would just like, I made this thing from watching like a bunch of YouTubers, like ab routines. And then I like sort of like 
did some of my own and like the ones I felt most I just like combined them all into like this 10 minute thing and so then like I just like joked in like one of his videos I was like you get get Ben's video to like 5,000 likes and you can get the Cole Hawker ab routine (laughs) oh okay well oh so then it got to 5,000 likes and you under delivered no that's the thing it never got to 5,000 likes. oh okay well then that's their fault you never (laughs) need to give away that ab routine unless it hits 5,000 likes so yeah that's funny um what is your favorite track workout? Um, I really like doing like 1K reps. We don't do a lot of like the same distance over and over again, like mile repeats or stuff like that. But we do like 1K and then like maybe like a longer distance or a shorter distance, but just sort of like in that range of 1K long reps. I don't know. I just like that distance. Yeah. That sounds like suffering to me. <laughs> yeah, it is suffering, I guess. All our workouts are suffering. So that's just <laughs> the one. Okay. This is this is so random. I heard this the other day. Is it true that you guys do push-ups in the middle of your workout? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I was hearing that over and over again. Maybe that mm. okay, you know what? Let's just keep that rumor going then. Yeah, yeah. they do they yeah, definitely do. Like- Push-ups. Upwards of 100 push-ups throughout the workout. Okay. Yeah. That's actually the key to success. All the high schoolers listening, that's push-ups <laughs> during a workout, 100 yeah. of them. Mid-rep, actually. Oh, perfect. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Mid-1K rep. <laughs> um, someone asked, are you single? Um, I'm not. Whoa! Okay. Sorry, whoever asked that. He's not <laughs> single. Um, what is your biggest secret to getting faster? Hmm. I don't think there's any secret. Um, My best advice would be to just focus on the small things opposed to getting caught up in crazy workouts, crazy times in your workouts. Um, Icing, rolling, vitamins, diet. Yeah, that's, uh, there's a lot of training programs that work just the same at producing results. And I think a lot of people get caught up in what their workouts look like and forget about the recovery, which is just as important, if not more important. If you get injured, then you're not going to be running anything. So, yeah. Great advice. Um, Someone just asked workout splits. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Actually, can you just give us your training plan, please? Yeah, I'll just like list it out and I'll write it down and then I'll put a paper up with all the splits and the reps. There you go. Um... Okay, so my friend, my friend Tate said he owes you celebratory donuts um, because you wore his donut um, singlet yeah, hammer donuts. Tate is like one of my best friends here, so he wanted me to add that in. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, yeah. I always say what's up to him whenever he's at or like the same race I'm at. But yeah, I'll take donuts. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah. I'll let yeah. him know. Um, <laughs> Okay, what is one piece of advice you would give to your younger self? Um, I guess it'd be similar to what I just said about focusing on the small things. But um, if it was like my middle school self or even like early high school, just focus on the long term of things like you want to be the best freshman in high school. Like I wanted to be the best freshman in state in the state of Indiana. And I wasn't. And then 
yeah, I was, I would really beat myself up about that. And it's just like, I was getting beat all throughout middle school and high school. And then I was just like, stay focused on the long term because all those people that were beating me, I'm faster than most of them now. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about longevity. We love it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so funny to look back and like, just think about how worked up you get when you were younger or how worked up you got when you were younger about like league meets or something. I don't know. I always exactly. think about that where I'm like, oh my goodness, I have to win this 3,200 <laughs> league race or else. Yeah. I remember, I always think back to an eighth grade cross country race where I got out kicked um, and I was just like freaking out, like screaming. <laughs> because I hated this kid who beat me and I remember my coach saying like I know this seems like a huge deal like the biggest race ever right now but in a couple years it's gonna mean nothing and yeah I don't even remember what race that was at this point and obviously it's in eighth grade didn't matter at all yep and now you run a 350 mile so there you go (laughs) (laughs) um well thank you so much for coming on the podcast I really appreciate it I learned a lot about you and I'm sure the fans did as well um is there anything that you want to plug? Like where can people follow you, your Instagram? Anything uh, yeah. else? Follow me on Instagram, I guess. It's just at Cole Hawker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blow it up, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Some of the beef on there. Yeah. Go look at the beef. It's interesting. Um, even though Cole doesn't really have anything to do with it, but yeah, correct. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on um, to close out the podcast. Can we get a good old peace out fellas? Peace out fellas. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of Commas Over Cold Brew. I hope you loved it and learned a little bit more about Cole. I'm sure he has a bright future as an athlete and I'm excited to see where that takes him. If you guys enjoy this podcast, it would mean so much if you rated and reviewed on Apple Podcasts. It helps grow the podcast organically and it literally only takes like 15 seconds to do and it helps me out so much. And I just love reading your guys' reviews. It seriously makes my day and I really appreciate it. So make sure to follow at Convos Over Cold Brew Pod on Instagram if you want to submit listener questions or just be up to date on the latest episodes. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will hear from you guys in the next one. Peace out, fellas. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.